Many of the women have really um, praised the success stories because I think in that moment you feel like you're the only one. You think probably nobody else went to this extreme to um, you know, start an abortion, pay for an abortion, and then decide, oh my goodness, I made a really bad decision. This isn't what I want. And come to find out they're not the only one. There's many others that have been in that same situation. Dear Jane, the life-giving podcast. What is the truth about abortion pill reversal? Welcome to Dear Jane, I'm Scott Baker. It's time to learn the truth about APR from a medical professional. Krista Brown is a registered nurse and director of medical impact at Heartbeat International. Krista, thanks for joining us here today. A lot of people wanna make the abortion pill reversal controversial. So what's the real story? Does it work? So um, there are a lot of arguments, but simply put, really, abortion pill reversal is just a means for a woman to continue her pregnancy. If she starts a chemical abortion and she has regret, um, we have a safe and effective way for her to do that. Um, It is effective. When we prescribe oral progesterone, we have nearly a 70% um, success rate. So that's a lot of babies that can be saved. If a woman has regret and she knows that we're here and she knows there's help available, um, there's a high success rate that she can continue her pregnancy and have a healthy child. What impacts effectiveness? Um, Primarily, um, the sooner the better, because keep in mind that when a woman takes mifepristone, Um, you know, she has a healthy, thriving pregnancy and she has an ample progesterone. And then suddenly she takes this mifepristone. It lowers her progesterone level. So immediately the pregnancy is put at risk. Um, The lining of her uterus might not um, be thickened. So the baby can't plant and thrive. The placenta may not be able to give as much oxygen and nutrients to the baby. The cervix may start to open. So we have a pregnancy that's very much at risk from this dangerous drug, this mifepristone. So we want to restabilize that pregnancy as soon as possible. So as soon as the woman realizes, you know, this is not the my plan that I would wish for myself or for my child, um, hopefully she can get the help that she needs as soon as possible. And thankfully, many women do. Um, about 75% of the women who contact us Um, do so within that first 24 hours. The regret sets in really quickly and we're able to get them help very fast. So when they call and talk to our nurses, we're able to connect them directly with somebody local. Um, So I think really starting that process as soon as possible is key. At the same time, um, Dr. Delgado's study from 2018 studied women the first 72 hours. So sometimes it does take a little longer to figure out Um, a new plan. And we don't want anyone to feel like, oh, I waited too long. Um, If she has not lost the baby, we want her to call. We want her to get the help that she needs. And we will do everything we can to help her continue her pregnancy. Describe for us a little bit about process. I mean, is it just about getting a pill inside you as fast as you can or or what all is involved? So the abortion pill reversal process, you can kind of think of it as an antidote to the mifepristone. So we're typically prescribing oral progesterone in the United States that's called Prometrium. It's prescribed by every OB throughout the world every day. It's used for a variety of OB and and gynecology um, situations. And so it's very safe in pregnancy. It's been used since the 1950s. And what we're trying to do is restabilize that pregnancy, get that progesterone level back up to what is normal in pregnancy. So the first few days of 
this protocol, we're going to give that progesterone morning and night. And after that, for a couple of weeks, we're going to give that just at night. Um, some doctors do continue it a little longer to make sure the pregnancy is restabilized. But with that simple protocol, it's, it's so simple. It's just progesterone. Um, we can save many lives. You know, nearly 70% of these children can be saved even after taking mifepristone. Um, you mentioned that it's a common um, treatment. It, you know, it's it's widely available. But in terms of using it for abortion pill reversal, can a woman just go to any doctor or how how what's the best way to acquire it? Um, so typically when a woman starts to have regret, which I think many of us do with many decisions that we make, you know, we think we've you know, we've sought counsel, we prayed on a decision, we're really sure we all have, make big decisions. And then we're like, whoa, this is not what I wanted. Um, couple that with the idea that the, the life of your child is at risk. Um, many of these calls to us are really in sort of a panic mode. The women realize this is not what I wanted and my I want my child. And so they do what a lot of us do, and that's they go to their computers, they go to their phones, and they do a search. And they will commonly search for things like um, reverse abortion or stop abortion or undo an abortion. And that's typically where they find our website. And so on our website, we have, um, they can start a conversation with chat. They can call our phone number. There's an email directly to our nursing team. They can contact us directly and get the information they need to start reversal. But in addition, there are some frequently asked questions on the website. There are um, some success stories. Many of the women have really um, praised the success stories because I think in that moment, you feel like you're the only one. You think probably nobody else went to this extreme to um, you know, start an abortion, pay for an abortion, and then decide, oh my goodness, I made a really bad decision. This isn't what I want. And come to find out, they're not the only one. There's many others that have been in that same situation. And um, and then they realize this is a safe place to get the help that I need. So you talked about if a woman goes online and does a search, she's going to be inundated with a lot of different websites, a lot of uh, different things is trying to influence her. What she should she be thinking? How, she's probably doubtful at this point if she sees some of that nonsense on there. Um, how do we help her out in that situation? Yeah, that is extremely challenging. Um, there are many um, in the medical profession and many uh, medical associations that are um, giving not a scientific approach to abortion pill reversal or medical approach or honoring the choice of women. They are um, leading into political ideologies. So this really, um, we, we know how Mifepristone was developed. Even during the development process, they knew it was reversible. There have been animal studies that show it can be reversed, and the animal studies show an 80% success rate. Um, the human studies show seven, nearly a 70% success rate. Um, we have the human experience of so many of these moms, um, and yet so many um, you know, medical associations, including American Medical Association, the Amer 
American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, AWAN, many of them are radically pro-abortion. So we need to be very careful, um, even as pro-life people, we need to be very careful who we lean into, who we are listening to. Um, ACOG, for example, since the 1970s, um, they've been very open that they have an agenda, and that agenda is to expand abortion through all stages of pregnancy. And so, you know, every opinion they have, every study that they're involved in is steeped in that ideology, right? And so, um, and we have been somewhat buried. Um, Google is not a big fan of anything that's pro-life, including abortion pill reversal. So at times we are buried and um, we pray every single day that any woman who needs our help, you know, that the Lord would just light a path to us and that the women do find us. Um, the, one of the great things that's happened is that women have continued to find us. And sometimes I wonder how that even happened. Like if you type in undo or, um, you know, these words that I'm saying, that's what they're telling us. It's like, how in the world did you find us? Um, but God is a great God and he brings them to us and they do find the help they need. Also, pregnancy help centers throughout the world have been tremendous support of ours to where they advertise, they put it on social media, they say, you know, this is where you can get the help that you need. And then in turn, we're sending the women to them for the support, the counseling that they need following the reversal process. Given the reality that you described, the sort of the pushback, well, the agenda of a lot of these groups, that sort of thing. If a woman, so let's go back to the woman who goes online and she's stressed out, panic, like you've described, um, and she sees all these sort of contradictory uh, messages online. And then she decides to call her own doctor. Um, is it likely that her doctor is going to try to discourage her from doing this? Or what's your experience? I mean, I know it'd be anecdotal, but what, what's your understanding of how that might go? So if she calls the doctor that started the abortion, she's definitely going to get pushed back. She's definitely going to be told um, some information that is not true. That's been our experience, what we hear from women. And some of the women are really frustrated because what that essentially does is delay the reversal process because now she's that leaves her more confused and she thought that this was a thing and now she's not sure um, and some of them will contact us and say I can't even believe that they stalled this that they has you know they caused me to have greater hesitation when this was real and this is my child now so um so during that process if she does go back to her abortion provider whoever that is, they will sometimes call this junk science. They will sometimes say that it's not real, that it will not work. They will tell her that she will um, have her child will have birth defects, and there has been no study that shows that. We know that mifepristone doesn't cause birth defects. ACOG says that. Um, and then we also know that progesterone doesn't cause birth defects. So the children born after successful reversal have no greater risk of birth defects. So they'll give them this. Um, pseudoscience, this pretend world where um, they want to discourage them from even trying. And so um, if they go back to their own OB, that really just depends on the OB. But typically, um, they go back to the one that started the abortion. And that makes sense because if someone's, you know, if, if that's your doctor who started this medical process and you start to have regret, no matter what kind of medical process you're having, of course you would go back to them and say, you know, I'm just not sure this is really the way I want to go. Um, and then they, they typically discourage them from doing that. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll visit more with Krista about the best way to access the abortion pill reversal process. 
We'll do that on segment two here of Dear Jane. Dear Jane, the life-giving podcast. In a world filled with conflicting views, there's a podcast that embraces unity and understanding. Welcome to Dear Jane, where pro-life leaders and people from all walks of life come together to discuss the most important conversation of our time. Join us as we delve into the complexities, challenge the status quo, and explore the diverse perspectives on the issue of life. Dear Jane hosts the hard conversations, asks the tough questions, and acknowledges our differences, all while keeping our shared beliefs in mind. Together, we seek understanding, foster compassion, and inspire change. Tune in to be a part of the dialogue that matters. Dear Jane, where open hearts lead to meaningful conversation. On this edition of People You Should Know, we introduce you to Terry Baxter, director and founder of the H3 Helpline. The H3 stands for Help, Hope, and Healing. Terry says her time as a pregnancy center director helped her understand the need for healing. But I found out that the volunteers were coming in with all the baggage on their back and they weren't healed. And that's what grabbed my heart more to working with those who have had abortion or trauma in their life. And um, I learned about these answering the phones. We're like 911 for those hurting from abortion. And so we triage them all over the United States and find resources for them. The H3 Helpline has been in existence for five years. Terry says the need for care is growing. We are averaging over 200 calls a month. And the calls that we're getting that are really traumatic, all of it's traumatic, but this chemical abortion is just horrendous. And we get calls, one, if they've taken the first pill, and we can give them the pill reversal number and try to guide them through that. If they've already taken the second pill, the calls are, traumatic calls are that they're in their bathroom and they're holding the baby in their hands and they don't know what to do with it. So imagine the trauma that they're having because they become the abortionist and their bathroom becomes the abortion clinic. And so we also get calls with um, women that say they can't go back into their bathroom because now it's a trigger. Terry says, unfortunately, those types of calls are not rare. Those type calls and texts are growing. We used to only get one maybe once or twice a year. Now we get them weekly. It's been Terry's experience that the testimony of a healing post-abortive woman is the most compelling way to discourage someone else from having an abortion. If she goes through healing and grieving and restoration, you cannot keep her from telling her story. It's one of the most powerful things after ultrasound to stop abortion. To learn more about Terry's service, visit h3helpline.org. Attention changemakers. Want to make a difference in the lives of abortion-minded women? Look no further than Choose Life Marketing, the pro-life agency dedicated to spreading messages of hope and love. With expert services in web design, digital marketing, fundraising, and branding, DLM helps you reach those who need it most and provide them with life-affirming alternatives. 
Choose Life Marketing is your ally in the fight for life, empowering you to make a lasting impact and change hearts one click at a time. Step up and join us in spreading hope to abortion-minded women and transforming lives. Choose Life Marketing, where marketing meets compassion. Dear Jane, the Life-Giving Podcast. And we're back here on Dear Jane. Today, we're talking with Krista Brown, who is a registered nurse and director of medical impact at Heartbeat International. We've been talking about the effectiveness of the abortion pill reversal process. Krista, before the break, we were discussing how hard the pro-abortion side tries to spread lies about APR. Why do you think that is? It seems to me if choice is the goal here, a woman should have the right to change her mind. I agree. And from the beginning of this work, I have been confused on that. Um, in my mind, no matter if you're on the pro in the pro-choice stance or in the pro-life stance, this fits. So if you're pro-life and you feel that all children deserve a chance to be born, this makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're pro-choice, it also makes sense because why would you discriminate against a woman just because she started an abortion? So you're essentially saying that everybody gets these choices. But if you choose abortion, I'm going to take away all choice from you. And now I'm going to decide what you're doing from here on out. And that's never been about what choice is. And so to me, it fits with both both camps. Um, and I, I also don't understand the only thing. And this is, of course, speculation. Um, but I would wonder if it the idea that women have regret after an abortion, which we all know happens often, um, that does hurt them. It does hurt their advertising where um, the women who come to us don't have their arms up in the air, um, feeling very empowered and feeling really great about their decision. And um, I think there's some confusion about why women would even want to have reversal. You know, they paid for it. They chose it. This is the path they're on. But I think a lot of people that don't understand it don't understand the complexity of what it what goes into that decision and the pressures so typically women um, that we talk to every single day that have um, attempted reversal or have successfully completed a reversal, they talk about how they never really um, wanted to hurt their child. They never really wanted to end the pregnancy. What they were looking for was an answer. And they were trying to alleviate some of those pressures and maybe appease an influencer in their life and just really, really solve a problem. And so um, when, it, when it comes down to it, this really wasn't an abortion decision as much as it was just a problem-solving exercise. And then when they take that pill, it becomes very final. And that's where the regret quickly sets in. What is the history of the APR? I mean, sort of how did that come about and, and what has been the progression of that since the beginning? Sure. So um, there is an amazing doctor in California. His name is Dr. George Delgado. And he had um, an acquaintance who is a sidewalk counselor at an abortion facility. And a woman had exited the abortion facility and said, you know, she didn't really want this. She ha was having regret. And um, this was 2006, 2007, somewhere in that time frame. 
And this person called Dr. Delgado and said, um, you know, is there anything you can do to help her? And Dr. Delgado, knowing how mifepristone works and knowing that he prescribes progesterone commonly to pregnant women, he said, you know, it could work. I don't have any proof it works, but let's let's try because it's safe to use in pregnancy. And lo and behold, that pregnancy continued. And then on the other coast, um, there's another doctor, Dr. Matt Harrison. It was during the same time period, 2006, 2007. He had a very similar experience. Um, one of his patients came to him and said, you know, I took the first abortion pill. I took the mifepristone and I really want this baby. Is there anything you can do to help me? And um, so he prescribed progesterone just as Delgado did, not even knowing that this was happening in California, um, but knowing how mifepristone works and knowing that he safely prescribes progesterone every day to pregnant women. And lo and behold, that pregnancy continued also. Um, and so more and more requests were coming in. Um, Dr. Delgado eventually started a network in 2012. Um, he started a um, hotline, a website, and it grew really quickly. Um, but Dr. Delgado is, you know, he has a private practice. He helps with a pregnancy center. He does a lot of other things. And quickly, this became a worldwide ministry because, um, you know, women all over the world are taking these abortion drugs and women all over the world are having regret. So um, in 2018, he came to Heartbeat International and he said, you know, can you help me? Um, I need more. I need 24-hour nurses on the hotline. I need a better website. I need electronic platform. All the things that Heartbeat had in our reach to be able to do and grow that network. At that time, um, I believe there were 450 lives saved through Dr. Delgado's work, which is absolutely amazing. Um, that was five years ago. Um almost six years ago, about five years ago. Um, since then, um, at this point in time, we have, um, our data shows 4,500 lives have been saved. So a tenfold increase. Um, so it has grown. We've helped women in 86 different countries. Um, we have 1,400 healthcare professionals, clinics, and hospitals throughout the world who are available to help any woman who is having regret. We connect them locally, and they are able to prescribe abortion pill reversal. So it's grown quickly, um, as has chemical abortion, um, and we are we are just so thankful to have um, a team of nurses who are available 24 hours a day. Um, and be able, it's it's almost humbling to be able to do this, this amazing work every single day and see um, lives impacted and lives saved. You mentioned chemical abortion, and we're quickly coming to the point where that, well, that is now the most common of the abortion procedures, uh, which makes this abortion pill reversal even even more important. Um, you mentioned the, uh, the work by Dr. Delgado, and what I love is we, if you go online, I remember I did this the first time I was ever researching APR and uh, his work, you can find it on the uh, National Institutes of Health website, but yeah. legit, you know, governments, <laughs> the, the science is there, which then again, circling back, it blows my mind that uh, this is one of the things you'll see if you do a search, well, there's no scientific evidence. It's right there. <laughs> it is readily it available. Is right there. So you're you're a registered nurse. How does that make you feel when you read that nonsense about there's no scientific evidence? And there really is. That is extremely challenging. It's besides being a registered nurse, it challenges me even on a personal level because I hear from these women every day. I've heard from women today even thanking us for what we do. 
Um, I get pictures all the time. Yesterday, I got a 3D picture, ultrasound picture of a baby. Um, but they're not just babies, right? I mean, this some of these children are 10 years old, and um, they are living their best lives. We get video of their first steps. We get, um, right now, it's back to school season, right? So we're getting all the backpack pictures as they start school. Um, they play football. They play baseball. They do dance recitals. And to think that what they're actually saying, because this now, when you know them personally, you know the women, you know the children, what they're saying essentially is that they don't have a right to be born. They don't have a right to have, these women don't have a right to choices. And so for me, that is extremely challenging because they do have a right to choose. It's, I, you know, what, what they say is it's their body, right? And that someone's saying, you have to finish an abortion, you no longer desire. And that should never be in medicine. There's never a, any other point in medicine where we say, I know you've changed your mind, but we're going to hold you on the table. And we're going to, you have to complete this medical process, whatever it is, you're always allowed to walk away. You're always allowed to have informed consent and say, you know what, I changed my mind. I don't want this anymore. And so, um, but as I said before, so much of this is steeped in politics and not scientific basis. The science is there, as you said. It's there um, in the human studies and the animal studies and the human experience. And as a nurse, that is very challenging. But also as a mom, also um, as just a friend to some of these women and um, and being able to touch some of the faces of the babies that have been saved through abortion pill reversal. These children are real and they are throughout the entire world and they deserve they deserve life and their moms deserve to have that second chance at life through abortion pill reversal. So, of course, the name of this podcast is Dear Jane uh, in reference to Jane Roe. Uh, but if, as you think of Jane of uh, 2023, if she were to come across this, as you mentioned, she's probably very um, stressed, has a lot of questions. Let's say she comes across this podcast now. What would you say to her at, at this moment in the simplest of terms that she can that actually register with her? What should she know? What should she do? So if a woman has... Um is considering abortion, any type of abortion. And if she is considering reversal, if she's already started an abortion, it's so important that she has the information she needs. And so if um, if a woman is considering abortion, she needs to know that reversal is possible. And so knowing how to get that help, knowing how to find our website, all of that is essential. Um, it's absolutely essential for her to know that she has a right to reverse her chemical abortion. She has a right to stop and not take the second drug if she so desires. Um, she has a right to find the progesterone that she needs to continue her pregnancy. Um, and she should know that her, her child has no greater risk of any kind of birth defects. She should know that reversal is safe for her and it's safe for her child. Um, and she should know that there is so much support out there. There are so many out there that want to help. Many of the women who we, we refer back to local help in their communities um, beyond just the medical community, but also in the pregnancy help community also, um, many of them will say, I drove by that all the time and I didn't even know what they did. Did you know they did this, this, and this? And we'll say in our minds, we're thinking, yes, we knew. That's why we sent you there. Um, but many women don't know the help is there. And so um, the women that are considering abortion or considering reversal need to know there is an abundance of help out there. Many resources, many people um, want to help and we want to be there for them um, in their time of need and beyond as they're trying to raise their children. I really appreciate you saying that because uh, you don't have to live in a big city. 
Um, you don't have to be, you know, where, you know, there's advanced medicine, that sort of thing. And all parts of the country, big cities, little towns, there are people who are available to help. Krista, one more time, give us the uh, website that she can check out. Our website is abortionpillreversal.com. And that website has our chat, it has our phone number, and it has that email that's directly to our nurses. So any woman who is having regret or would like to learn more information, it's abortionpillreversal.com. Krista Brown with Heartbeat International, really appreciate you joining us here today. Well, thank you, Scott. I really appreciate sharing more about abortion pill reversal. Dear Jane, the life-giving podcast. My thanks again to Krista Brown for joining us today. This might be the best illustration yet of how misleading the term pro-choice is. If people were truly committed to choice, they would encourage a woman when she changes her mind about her abortion. But we don't see that at all. In fact, we see an aggressive campaign to thwart the truth about abortion pill reversal. They're basically telling that woman that she doesn't have the right to change her mind. That's the opposite of choice. If you want to learn about new episodes, make sure you follow us on Apple or Spotify. Dear Jane is a production of the Choose Live Coalition. For our producer, Kate Yule, and our editor, Jacob McCormick, I'm Scott Baker. Thanks for listening.